five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Like a rock throughout the ages I'm just a stone from your home I'm Jerusalem Samuel showed David See the valley where the waters run Turn your heart to heaven commanding See the place unto which you have come Let your guide do the talking and your feet do the walking Keep your eyes and ears wide open all the time This is the garden you can do some tending This is the place unto which you have come Well, you'll see Telpio and remote San Hippio, Octavio, Bidegun, Kiryat Sun Quarter, anytime you want to. I'll go to Kiryat Mosh, Kiryat Novell, and Baydell, Hearts of Fun and Hearts 18. Yarn, you should lie if you got oh, time. Oh, no, to the top. We're not making any stops. There's so much to see, so load your camera, too. Judean Hills, beauty never ending. This place was really made for me and you.
And Jews quote anytime you want to.
מרגישים שהחיים כל כך קשים, מה יהיה עוד יום עד שנה? אבל אני מחייך, לא דואג להמשך, כי יש לי, יש לי אמונה. לפעמים מרגישים שהחיים כל כך קשים, מה יהיה עוד יום עוד שנה? אבל אני מחייך, לא דואג להמשך, כי יש לי, יש לי אמונה. J.M. in the A.M. Welcome to a Tuesday morning broadcast. As we um, no, as we get the real uh, school and work week going after the Memorial Day yesterday here in the United States. Uh, J.M. in the A.M. with uh, Anima Amin. That's uh, Yaakov Shweki. Before that, Aryeh Kunstler with Modani. See the place, Diaspora. Hard to think of that song and... Um, 
diaspora without thinking of Ben Sion Solomon and what his family and so many others are going through now in Moshav Mavo Modi'in, in the aftermath of the fires there. Uh, yesterday we spoke with Shlomo Katz, who's actively involved in trying to help the community. If you'd like to help, you can go to my Facebook page. You can go to my Facebook page, Nahum Siegel. Uh, you'll see uh, one of the most recent posts is one of the funds that has been established to help the families rebound from this uh, almost indescribable tragedy. And I say almost because Shlomo Katz was with us on the air yesterday and did a pretty good job, actually, of describing the tragedy, but it's just so hard to believe what they're going through. So hard to believe. I encourage you later today to listen to that interview. I encourage you to give generously and help the people of Moshav Mavomodin. Uh, eighth day had Jerusalem Stone. Levado, that was Ohad, who was spectacular. No other word to use at the bar mitzvah of Jacob Wallach yesterday out in the five towns. Just just simply amazing. And kudos to the uh, Aaron Tadabam Orchestra. Ellie Lacks, of course, leading. Matt Hill on drums. Um, just a, an entire array of great musicians. It was wonderful to see Avrami Bosch yesterday. He was on saxophone. And Ohad was just <laughs> off the charts, as the expression goes. <laughs> the Solomon Brothers, again, very hard to um, to think of certain musicians and certain musical personalities in our community without thinking of Moshav Mavomodi, and of course the Solomon Brothers are among them. Help their community by supporting the funds that are helping the families recover from this terrible tragedy of the fires at Moshav Mavomodi in, in Israel. Avremo had Kapara, and of course, Regesh and Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Tuesday on this May 28th, day 23 in the month of ER, the year 5779. Tough Shinayan test. Today is day number 38 in the counting of the Omer. 38, that's five weeks and three days. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Yom Yerushalayim is this coming Sunday. We're getting ready for our Yom Yerushalayim special between 7 and 9 on Sunday morning. And then at 11 a.m., we broadcast from 64th Street and 5th Avenue in New York City, the Celebrate Israel Parade. We will be there, and um, I think we'll be there till at least 3 o'clock, likely later. And that means you can watch the entire thing on Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Obviously, the audio will be on our app. But again, Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network for all the action from the parade this coming Sunday. And again, it's Yom Yerushalayim. Makes it extra special, to say the least. So join us, everybody. It should be a lot of fun. Don't forget to support us. Don't forget to support us. Many of you have already donated to our spring fundraiser to keep our great programming going. If you like this show, if you've tuned in to hear this show, then we beg of you to join our list of sponsors to keep us going for yet another year. Join our spring fundraiser by going to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and giving as generously as possible. And, of course, we thank you for that. The Yeshiva University Athletics Department is proud to announce the inductees of the Athletics Hall of Fame Class of 2019. Join us June 3rd as we celebrate the accomplishments of this distinguished group representing the university's highest ideals. Congratulations to Irv Bader, Steve Melner, Alex Trayman, Hadar Weiss, Josh Haston, Dave Kufeld, Elizabeth Penn, Shai Samet, and Rebecca Yosher. To RSVP or place an ad in the Dinner Journal, yuhalloffame.com. 
yuhalloffame.com, and we are looking forward to that night. 26 minutes before 7 o'clock. Good morning. If you want to comment on the app, go right ahead. You can reach us by commenting on the uh, NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone. Just hit the uh, area on the front, on the home screen that says add a comment and comment away. Let us know where you are, what you want to hear, etc., etc., etc. And sometime today, if you have an opportunity, support us by going to fjbunity.org and supporting our spring campaign. Again, that's fjbunity.org, and we thank you. Good morning. It's JM in the AM.
Sham in the AM. Shalshelis Jr. from their volume number two with Hema. Eitan Katz before that, Odi Shama. You heard Miami with Tfila Schuppa as we wish a Mazel Tov to the Begun family on the big wedding yesterday. MBD brand new with Kidai. You heard Hinnity done by Avremel. That's Avram Free. Day 38 in the counting of the Omer. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Well, right now, Sunday's weather, afternoon thunderstorms, and a high of 77. we got to see that change as we get closer and closer to Parade Day. Yom Yerushalayim is Sunday. We'll have our special between 7 and 9 Sunday morning live from our New York City studios with Mayor Weingarten and Matis Weingast. And then, of course, the parade coverage starts at 11 a.m., Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. And of course, on our app, the NSN Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone. You can go right now and comment away if you wish. Go to our app and comment and let us know where you are, what you want to hear, etc., etc. Looks like there might be new elections in Israel, which is unbelievable. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. גליצל מירושלים השעה אחת שלום רב כנועם אבירם ממה שקורה עכשיו. יום לפני תום הזמן שניתן לנתניהו להרכיב קואליציה, נמשכים הניסיונות האחרונים להימנע מבחירות נוספות כבר בספטמבר הקרוב. הוועדה להכנת החוק לפיזור הכנסת לקריאה שנייה ושלישית סיימה לפני זמן קצר את דיוניה. כתבנו מיכאל האוזר טוב מוסר כי אם לא תהיה התקדמות שתאפשר הקמת קואליציה, ההצבעה על פיזור הכנסת תהיה מחר בערב. ובמפלגת העבודה שוב קרבות פנימיים. חבר הכנסת עמיר פרץ קורא לקיים הצבעה על החלפת יושב ראש המפלגה בתוך חודש. כתבנו הפוליטי מיכאל האוזר טוב. חבר הכנסת פרץ דורש לקיים את הבחירות המקדימות בתוך 30 יום מהיום. זאת נוכח החלטת גבאי להקדים את הפריימריז בכל אופן ובעקבות ההתפתחויות הפוליטיות. כזכור, גבאי כבר אישר בעבר שהבחירות יוקדמו ויתקיימו עד חודש נובמבר הקרוב, וכי הוא לא צפוי לקחת בהן חלק. תושב תל אביב חשוד בביצוע מעשים מגונים בפומבי סמוך לבית ספר בעיר. כתבתנו ליה ספילקין. על פי החשד גבר בן 40 הגיע לבית הספר ברחוב יגאל אלון והחל לצעוק, לקלל ולהיטרטל מול התלמידים בחצר. המשטרה עצרה את החשוד במקום והיום תבקש להאריך את מעצרו בדיון בעניינו בבית משפט השלום בתל אביב. סוכלה הברחת עשרות קילוגרמים של חשיש מלבנון לישראל. כתבנו גיא ורון. פלשי יחידת הגבולות של משטרת ישראל סיכלו לפנות בוקר ניסיון הברחת סמים בגבול ישראל-לבנון. שלושה תושבי הכפר רג'ר נעצרו לאחר שהוא עבר אליהם תיק, ובו 26 קילוגרמים וחצי של חשיש בשווי מוערך של כ-700 אלף שקלים. הם מובאים כעת לדיון בהארכת מעצרם בבית משפט השלום בנצרת. הושגה שליטה על שרפת קוצים שהתלקחה בין חצור הגלילית לראש פינה. שני מטוסי כיבוי פעלו למניעת התפשטות האש. ועובדי ביקורת הגבולות מאיימים לשבש את הפעילות במעברים לישראל ביום ראשון. מדווח כתבנו אליאב בטיטו. בראשון הקרוב, בשעה 10 בבוקר, התאספו עובדי מעברי הגבול ברשות האוכלוסין וההגירה לאספות עובדים בנתב"ג ובמעבר אלנבי למספר שעות. 
כתוצאה מכך ייתכנו שיבושים בכל הקשור לכניסת ויציאת נוסעים ארצה. האספות מתקיימות בשל הסחבת שנוקטת ההנהלה לטענתם, בעדכון מערכת השכר הממוחשבת, והעובדה כי חלק מהעובדים מקבלים בתחילת החודש רק חלק משכרם. מזג האוויר מעונן חלקית ותחול להתחממות נוספת. ולסיום, התרגלו מעתה לשם החדש של ליגת העל בכדורגל, ליגת הבורסה לניירות ערך. כתבנו אופק אלברט מוסר כי היקף החסות שתעניק הבורסה מוערך בכ-12 מיליון שקלים לשלוש עונות של משחקים. אלה החדשות שעורך אילנה אהרונוב.
J.M. in the A.M. with Omai Kadavar, Holy Fire, and then Makar Chaim. 7 o'clock hour on a Tuesday, day 38 in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Yom Yerushalayim, Jerusalem Day is this Sunday. Our special starts at 7 a.m. Eastern Time right here live from New York City. 11 a.m. for our parade coverage for the Celebrate Israel Parade on 5th Avenue. Make sure to be tuned in. Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. For this coming Sunday, and of course, the NSN app as well. Got to hope for good weather this coming Sunday. A reminder, our uh, brothers and sisters in uh, Moshav Mavomodiyin, are in a tragic situation as described to us by Shlomo Katz yesterday on the air. Uh, Everybody out there is encouraged to support the funds that are supporting them at this time. You can go to the one that uh, I posted on on Facebook. You'll find it a couple of posts down from the top. Listener Terry says, good morning. Uh, can you play something by the Solomon Brothers? And wish old displaced him of Omodian to be able to rebuild soon. Yes, we did. Uh, we played the Solomon Brothers earlier. We'll certainly get to more. Bezrat Hashem here at JM and the AM. And yeah, there are many families, including the Solomons, that we're thinking of in the aftermath of this uh, terrible tragedy. 67 degrees, thunderstorms, and a high of 72. Right now, 83 in Yerushalayim. We're at 67 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM and the A. Meshiva League Sports Update. It's a Tuesday after all. That's coming up a few minutes from now with uh, Elliot Weiselberg. Please support us during our spring fundraiser. 
We uh, encourage all of our listeners to support us as generously as you can. Our spring fundraiser is on to support JM and the AM, the Nahum Segal Network. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and certainly if you have an envelope sitting in your home, please return it to us with your generous donation to keep us going for yet another year, fjbunity.org, and we thank you. The Yeshiva University Athletics Department is proud to announce the inductees of the Athletics Hall of Fame Class of 2019. Join us June 3rd as we celebrate the accomplishments of this distinguished group representing the university's highest ideals. Congratulations to Irv Bader, Steve Melner, Alex Trayman, Hadar Weiss, Josh Haston, Dave Kufeld, Elizabeth Penn, Shai Samet, and Rebecca Yosher to RSVP or place an ad in the dinner journal, YUHallOfFame.com. YUHallOfFame.com. You're listening to JM in the AM.
Off of Prue's control, it's Michal Przanski at JM in the AM. Before that, um, off of uh, the Fusion album, you heard Shlomo Simcha with Odi Shama. I mean, we're talking about the possibility of new elections in Israel. They're being serious, or at least it sounds like the media is reporting it seriously. New primaries, new elections in September because of this uh, deadlock in uh, terms of following or, or in terms of uh, trying to form a government in Israel. This is a lot more interesting than it was last week. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I, I thought it was a fait accompli that this uh, government would be, uh, would be approved and, uh, and, and start governing. So we'll pay careful attention to that story, that's for sure. Uh, Elliot Weiselberg has our Yeshiva League sports update every Tuesday at this time. Our Yeshiva League sports update right here at JM in the AM. Thanks, Nachum. Championship season is upon us. Today, on the Tuesday morning jam, the AM Sports Update, soccer, boys volleyball, and girls hockey are at the championship stage, and the diamond sports are not far behind. We'll bring you up to speed on what has already been handed out and what is still to come. All that and more straight ahead. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weisselberg. Last week, we told you about the JV Girls Soccer Championship, where SAR emerged victorious. This week, we have two more soccer finals to report. A year after falling to the Kushner Cobras in the championship game, the Mayanote Rapids have avenged the loss in the girls' varsity soccer championships, knocking off the Cobras in a lopsided affair. The loss also makes up for the Rapids' only blemish on the year, a 5-3 loss to Kushner before the Pesach break. The boys have also crowned their varsity champions as the Frisch Cougars dominated the MTA Lions to take the 2019 crown. Frisch went through the season undefeated and finished the year with a perfect 11-0 record and a varsity title. The boys' JV championship is set for this Thursday night as rivals Frisch and TABC will square off in Maya Note. Frisch, the runners-up in last year's finals, entered the championship after knocking off DRS 13-7, while the TABC Storm, the Western Division champions, gained entry to the final after defeating Westchester 8-2. Moving over to boys' volleyball, where one half of the finals is set, the Ramaz Rams will look for their third championship after knocking off Solomon Schechter three sets to zero. The East number 4 seed will now await the winner of East champion North Shore and West number 2 seed Frisch, who will play tomorrow night. Speaking of Ramaz as a number 4 seed, the girls' hockey Ramaz Rams pulled off the same feat as their boys' volleyball counterparts and will play in the finals after knocking off SAR 1-0 this past week. A third-period goal would propel the Rams into the final, where they will play the West number 3 seed Heschel Heat. The defending champs are back in the final after a 1-0 win of their own over West champion Maya Note. This will mark the first time in league history where two New York schools will face for the championship, the first time ever that a New Jersey school will not be competing for the title. 
Moving out to the diamond, where three-quarters of the semifinalists have been determined in the boys' varsity softball playoffs. Number one-seeded Shari Torah trounced Hafter 12-3 to move on, but that would be the only favorite to advance as both the number two and number three seeds fell this past weekend. The defending champion Hillel Heat were upset by seven-seeded Darche Torah 4-2, while the JEC Thunder used extra innings to their advantage, knocking off Eastern Conference champion DRS. One of those two teams will make the finals as they will square off in the semifinals. The final matchup of the quarterfinals, which will feature TABC and YDE, has not yet been scheduled, but the winner will face Shari Torah with entry to the finals on the line. The girls' varsity softball playoffs is almost at its semifinal stages as Hillel knocked off Hank to advance to play SKA. In the other half of the bracket, defending champion SAR still awaits the winner of the Central Maya Note game, which has not yet been scheduled. Boys baseball has reached the playoff stages as MTA defeated Frisch to earn the final playoff spot in the West. MTA will now face off against East champion Ramaz, with the winner facing the winner of Hafter at West number 2 Heschel. In the other bracket, West champion TABC will host East number 4 Flatbush, while East number 2 SAR will battle Frisch. The boys' JV softball playoffs got underway yesterday, and we will have all the results for you next week. And that was your Tuesday morning Jame the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg.
Jam in the AM with Safam and Yigdal Lokimachai. Day 38 in the counting of the Omer. Hello all, welcome to a Tuesday at Jam in the AM. Don't forget you can comment on the NSN app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and uh, toss in whatever comment you wish. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zevin, Levi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar, Levi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in the Gemara Erechen, Negoim Havikapara Alashonhara, that when a person contracted leprosy, it was considered to be an atonement for Lashonhara. However, there is an interesting question that's asked. The Talmud tells us, Omar Rabbi Abba Rabbi Chanina, Shemisha a person that gossips, that says Lashonhara, Ein lo takana, the person has no rectification, as we know from David HaMelech. So how could it be, if the person has no rectification, there is no kapara, the Talmud just a little bit earlier said that negoim, that the leprosy was considered to be a kapara, or an atonement on Lashon Hara. The Zerashimshan answers that even though a person cannot receive their tikkun, they cannot get the rectification that's necessary by the private sin that they have done privately. With the koch harabim, with the power of the masses, the tzibor, they could get kapara. That's like it says in the Talmud. By the mitzora, they would go and announce, tame tame. they would say, he is defiled, he is defiled. Chazal tell us, this was to let the masses know, the tzibor know, that there's a tzara, in order that everybody should pray. Look what happened to this individual. People should have rachmonus on the individual. They should have mercy and begin to call out to Hashem. Because of the schus of the rabbim, because of the great merit of the masses, the individual will then receive his kapara. That's why originally the Talmud says, he doesn't have kapara. The reason is, is because he only reached out by himself. He did not involve the masses. But once the tzibur becomes involved, then it's a whole new level. And for that, the individual is able to reach a level of kapara, atonement and tzlicha, forgiveness for his sins. We see from this how powerful is the koach tzibur, the power of the community. We should all unite in tfilos for all of those that are ill, for all of those that need Yeshua, for those that need Parnasa, for Eretz Yisrael, for all those in the world that have anything that they are lacking. Bez Hashem, we should hear Besuros Tavos, Yeshua Sunechamos. Amen. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. in the A.M. on a Tuesday broadcast, day 38 in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Well, many of you are familiar with the fact that this coming uh, Sunday, excuse me, this coming Sunday, <laughs> this coming Sunday we're going to be celebrating, we're going to be celebrating Israel on Yom Yerushalayim on Fifth Avenue. <laughs> and I hope you'll join us for the uh, incredible Celebrate Israel Parade right after our Yom Yerushalayim special, which is going to be happening starting at 7 a.m. 
Eastern time this coming uh, this coming Sunday. So I hope you uh, <laughs> I hope you set aside Sunday to celebrate uh, Yom Yerushalayim with us early in the morning, and then starting at 11 a.m. Facebook.com/slash Nachum Siegel Network, you will see our full coverage on Fifth Avenue of the Incredible Parade. But before we get to Sunday, <laughs> there is, as you know, a wonderful major event going on, an event that includes some of the most incredible people out there, including the star of uh, Fauda, who's going to be emceeing the event, and uh, that is uh, Aronali Shimon, including uh, Dudu Aharon, a great Israeli singer who's going to be in from Israel to perform at the event. A special guest and Jerusalem Award honoree will be U.S. Ambassador to Israel David Friedman. And all of this is happening at the Friends of United Hatzalah of Israel Gala at Pier 60 at Chelsea Piers in New York City this coming Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Two days from now, Thursday, May the 30th, beginning at 6.30, it is going to be a remarkable, unifying an incredibly wonderful event. Ellie Beer, who of course leads United Hatzalah and is getting ready for Thursday night with the incredible organization, is with us live via telephone to remind the JM and the AM listeners why all of us should be there this coming Thursday night in New York City. Ellie Beer, shalom, shalom. Welcome back to JM and the AM. Booker Tov to you and everyone who's listening to you, not only in America, but all around the world. I greatly appreciate that. Ellie, I got to start with last week. I got to start with last week. Then we'll talk about what happens every day. And then, of course, we'll talk about what's happening Thursday night in New York. You knew, you know this every year, and um, and you're very familiar with it. You knew there would be a scene of hundreds of thousands of people in Mehron up north in Israel for Lagba Omer. And that Wednesday night and Thursday would be a bit chaotic because, you know, as organized as they are, and it is a pretty organized effort, with those number of people, we're talking about you know a lot that has to be coordinated. Uh, from what we hear, your volunteers, by the hundreds, came through with flying colors. What did you hear from the United Hatzalah um, uh, dispatchers and the United Hatzalah volunteers about last Wednesday and Thursday up north in Israel? So it's every year it's another miracle. You know... Uh, Close to 600,000 Jews come up to Meron, uh, which is one of the holiest sites of uh, the Jewish people. And uh, people come there to pray, to, to celebrate uh, Lag Baomer, and to do a halakha for the children. It's just a beautiful scene. But every year I said to myself, we should have the same miracle we had the year before, because it's just impossible to, to think about so many thousand people so many hundreds of thousands of people in one little place. And if you think about what a miracle this is, that everyone comes back home after that, it's uh, it's incredible. And this we have to also thank, of course, the police forces that make sure that the army is there. Everyone's securing this place. This is the biggest event in Israel. I don't think there was a, even a bigger event for the Jewish people around the world than Mark Bohm every year in Mitron. And, uh, and we have about close to 600 Atzala volunteers who are there securing this place. These volunteers leave their homes for not only a few hours, they stay in up north for two or three days to prepare and to bring all the medical supplies there and 
They build infirmaries there. We have four different infirmaries with doctors and nurses, and it's, it's a huge logistical uh, effort. Um, and we treated uh, close to 3,000 people there. Unbelievable. Yeah, you're not going to call it a logistical nightmare. You're going to call it a logistical positive effort that is coordinated by some really dedicated people that you work with. It's every year I tell these people who are doing this, this logistical effort is is just unbelievable. Mika Amcha Israel that yeah. they do this. And they all volunteers. These are United Hotel volunteers. They have jobs. Yep. They have families, and they leave everyone, and they, they leave their work, and they go up there. There is no event like this anywhere around the world. And it's if you think about, you know, Havdil, uh, events that are happening in uh, other places around the world, how many people die yep. um, from pushing and from... It's, whoever goes into the, the, the Me'ara of Rav Shimon Barichai in that event, you don't move your feet, but you're moving slowly towards the cave because it just pushes slowly. You push yourself and you just come into the front of the Mera and get in without moving your legs. Yeah. Well, it's just unbelievable the amount of pushing they have there. And children are there and older people are there and sick people are there. And we treat so many people and Baruch Hashem we went in without any any uh, uh, casualties, which that's the big mess. It is a mess, and you think about it, just the accidents that can occur completely accidentally. Uh, and Baruch Hashem, as you said, those prayers from year to year seem to uh, come in very handy, and you were able to make it through with your volunteers uh, through a uh, a relatively calm log. Omer, Baruch Hashem. Ellie Beers with us live via telephone. We are going to talk about what's happening on Thursday night, everybody. Just be patient for a moment, because I must turn to Ellie and Ask him how uh, atypical last Thursday is. Because really the only difference between last Thursday and what we would call a regular day, Ellie, is the sheer number. The number of people that were gathered in one place and the number of volunteers that are deployed you know, for, for, one, for one episode or for one gathering. But generally on a regular day, there are hundreds of volunteers with hundreds of calls all over Israel responding to your dispatchers who are responding to those you know who are calling from their home and cell phones for emergencies and it may not be the magnitude of a Lagba Omer but we're still talking about an incredible amount of volunteer service on a typical day throughout the state of Israel well it's it's in, it's incredible because if you think about Lagba Omer almost 600 volunteers were in one location Lagba Omer Meiron they were there all over we had about 150 vehicles of Hatzala ambulances. We have we we have Hatzala. United Hatzala of Israel has 30 ambulances that are transporting people every day for free to the hospitals. We had ambulances there. We had special small vehicles that we just that just came out to the world. It's like a little scooter, four by four. If you go up a mountain and carry someone injured or someone sick in the back, it's unbelievable. It's like a little mini. A helicopter. I can't explain it. You have to see it. It's an easy rider. It's uh, it's something unbelievable. We'll have it in Mitzvahem presented in Sukkot in the new in the concert. Uh, in like, we'll talk about the concert later. But we're going to have it presented in in Binyan Oma in Kolomot Sukkot. It's a uh, it's a fascinating vehicle that the Israeli army just decided to buy a whole bunch of them because they said it could be useful for the army for rescuing soldiers. We had, um, of course, ambulances, and and all these vehicles and all these volunteers were working in the same exact time in Lagbomer Thursday, 
in a kibbutz Beit Nir, which is in the south of Israel. Right. You think everyone's up north, but you have another 5,000 volunteers of Atzala all spread, spread around Israel. These United Atzala volunteers were dedicating their time not only in like Bomer, they had a child, four years old, who was stung by bees, four or five bees, one in the tongue and in her, her neck and her hand, and she, was, uh, she had an allergic reaction out of it. And uh, her mother saw her blowing up, literally, from this allergic reaction. She couldn't breathe, this girl. Uh, her, her, her breathing um, um, and her whole face was, was all swollen, and she couldn't breathe anymore. She called United Atzara in Israel. And within two and a half minutes, two and a half minutes, in a kibbutz called Beit Nir, which is nowhere. I don't know even where that place is. It's, like, so small, it's hard to find it on a map. We had a Atzara paramedic. By by the side of this little girl and save her life. Amazing. And this is while the whole operation of Mayron is going on. We had besides almost three thousand emergencies in Mayron, we had about eleven hundred emergencies around the country. This goes on every day. This goes on every single day throughout Israel. Those of you who visited Israel, I bet if you've been there enough times that you've either secured the services of United Hatzalah, or you've seen them and have become very familiar with their speedy and incredible work in emergencies in Israel, not just Jerusalem, but all over the entire country. Now we're asking everybody who's listening right now to set aside this coming Thursday night because friends of United Hatzalah of Israel, I mean, they have an amazing lineup. Rona Lee Shimon of Fauda is going to be the MC. Yeah, U.S. Ambassador to Israel David Friedman will get, receive the Jerusalem Award. Uh, Dudu Aron from Israel will be performing. Yaron Carney, the Israeli entrepreneur, will receive an award. Jane Oster, film producer, will get the Am Yisrael honor. And there'll be a special guest, Cantor Natanel Hirschdick. This is a unique event. It's the second annual New York Gala. It really does produce an audience completely across the board. Every type of background, every type of um, representation in the Jewish world will be there on Thursday night, and we want to make sure that our community is well represented. Everybody in the sound of my voice, you can go to UH for United Hatzalah, UHNYGala.com, UHNYGala.com starts at Chelsea Piers Pier 60 at 6.30 this coming Thursday night. Ellie Beer, from your vantage point, what is unique about this event coming up on Thursday? I think you said it. It's like you have every single type of a Jewish person will be there, from Hasidim, from Williamsburg and Borough Park, Litvaks, uh, Sephardic Jews, um, uh, religious Jews, and the ones who are non-religious, and the ones who are who are in between, and everyone in between, and uh, they're going to come to celebrate uh, the the beautiful Kiddush Hashem of, of United Atzala. It's called Ichud Atzala, United Atzala, and that's why we're uniting so many different types of people in one hall. And that's why we actually brought, you know, a variety of different people who are getting awards there. And the music is going to be something very special from Dudu Aron. And you know, we don't have any. I don't know if you know, but the the, the event is sold out. It is sold. We actually out. have yes, it's sold out. We have we have we're trying to get a few more tables now into the venue. We we actually have only uh, the the entrance fee, which is if you go on the website, you can go in and enjoy the events without sitting at the table. And if someone really wants to join in, if someone really wants to come in and sponsor and help, uh, I'll give you uh, my email, my personal email, and people could go ahead and email me if they really want to come. 
we'll try helping out. And uh, if you allow me, I'll, I'll give my per- I never yeah, do sure. personal yeah. email on on the on in front of uh, millions of people listening <laughs> to you. Go right ahead, sure. Uh, so my my email is Eli, which is Ellie Eli. So it's Eli at IsraelRescue.org. And if someone really wants to come and enjoy and, and sponsor and help, uh, email me because this is a sold out event. We have entrance uh, tickets, which people come and enjoy themselves with a beautiful event. But not we don't have table seats yet uh, left. So, but if someone emails me and tells me I really want to come and I want to help Batsela and Israel. The whole event is really to help save lives. If someone wants to be part of that, you can email me, and I will help try to get them seats. By the way, um, if you if you look online, folks, literally at the address I gave you, uhnygala.com, you'll see the list of the host committee. You will see a representation of Ashkenazic, Sephardic, uh, American, Israeli, secular, every every aspect of our community is uh, on that list. And you'll see very familiar names from every angle of our community. Uh, so it's not just Ellie and I getting on and saying, oh, you know, there's a, a, there's a united front here of so many different uh, parts of our community. There really is. You'll see the names yourself, and a lot of them will be very, very familiar. And you will see that this goes across the board uh, in terms of support for United Hatzalah. So if you want to uh, be part of it, as you just heard Ellie say, it is officially sold out. If you uh, if you want to participate at the level where you could be a real sponsor of the event, Ellie wants to hear from you today. That's Ellie at IsraelRescue.org. Ellie at IsraelRescue.org. If you want standing room only tickets, those are available online. Go to uhnygala.com. Uhnygala.com. That'll get you a standing room only SRO ticket, which will allow you obviously to enjoy the event and uh, and certainly uh, to um, to enjoy and mingle, etc. Uh, the only thing missing will be the table because those are sold out as of now. But again, if you want to sponsor at a level um, of significance, Ellie wants to hear from you, uh, Ellie at IsraelRescue.org. And, you know, Ellie, it's funny. So many times people come on, especially with Israeli organizations, and they say that, you know, people around the world have always taken advantage of us, have always, you know, uh, taken advantage of our services, etc. I don't think anybody could say that more than you. Because anybody in this audience who's been to Israel regularly, and you know that a good part of this audience has been to Israel regularly, anybody who's in that category has used the services of Israel Rescue, of United Hatzalah. So it's no exaggeration. There are a lot of people listening right now who might feel the need, who might feel the urge to really pay back what you and your organization have done for them. Hey, this is so true. You know, United Hatzalah is very different and unique. Uh, in that aspect, you know, a lot of organizations in Israel serve Israeli people, serve, let's say, a school, serves a particularly uh, type of boys or, bo- or girls, or 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 hospital serves a, in in the Negev somewhere. You know, everyone has his organization, but United Salah serves everyone, including every single person who's listening to you now, and their families and people are visiting. I have people who I walk around uh, in New York or in Miami or in Toronto, and people come over to me all the time and say, you know, my mother was sick in the sickest, and the ones who came and helped her were United Cell Volunteers. And uh, another young uh, young boy uh, told me that he was injured in the Golan Heights in a trip when he came to Israel, uh, and he was injured, and the ones who showed up to help him were United Cell Volunteers. So that's, it's actually an organization. You need a sponsor, the organizations that are helping your community, of course, 
Hatzalah in America is a separate organization. Everyone should sponsor and help the Hatzalah organizations in their communities here in the United States. Uh, and everywhere, wherever you live, you should sponsor the Hatzalah, which is a separate organization. But if you want, if you go, if you care about Israel and you have family there, and you go visiting there, and uh, and and you know that Eretz Israel is part of your life, you should sponsor United Hatzalah. And I just got an email now. Someone just wrote me an email. How do I donate an ambulance? Wow. Just just from this, he said, how are you going to... So this is so simple. You just go on our website, israelrescue.org. They have a, a bunch of things you could donate and sponsor. If it's an ambicycle that costs $36,000, and you get a name on it, you dedicate it. You could dedicate it in Eretz Israel. You could dedicate it here. And uh, and you could actually know who your volunteer is. You get updates about it. So you go on the website, and you choose what you want to donate. Just press a button and you donate. And that way we can go ahead and save lives with that vehicle. Pretty amazing. All right, everybody, you know the you know the drill. Ellie at IsraelRescue.org. Ellie at IsraelRescue.org. And, of course, the website, UHNYGala.com. I will see you there, Bezrat Hashem, on Thursday night. Ellie, are you going to have a chance to stick around till Sunday for the parade, or are you heading back to uh, Jerusalem? So uh, uh, it's unbelievable. I've never been to a parade. Uh, no, actually, it was here many, many years ago. And I'm going to drive the ambicycle on Fifth Avenue, the other side of this traffic, which I never did before. I have a tele ambicycle here in the city. It's uh, here for the gala. I'm going to drive that. And we decided we have a whole group of people who want to come and parade with us. We're going to give shirts of United Tele there. So we have, uh, you can actually uh, email parade at united at Sela, uh, dot, uh, dot org and join our our group of people who are going on. Maybe you know, I should drive you in the back of Miami side. Well, I want to tell you something. Fifth. I, I, I got it. In all seriousness, we're going to be broadcasting the entire parade at 64th Street and 5th Avenue. When you get to that point, I hope you'll stop and come on and say hi to everybody. We are. I am so happy that you're going to be here. You know, you, you, we always say if you live in Israel, you're exempt from being at the parade. You know, you're, you're dedicated enough to Israel. But the fact that you're going to be here, I think, is absolutely wonderful and will spur some people who are listening right now to come on out. So I hope when you pass 64th Street, you'll stop by and say hi to everybody. I would love to. And I, I, I would anyone who wants to join our group that is going on the parade, and we're going to have United Solar shirts there for you. Just uh, go on our website and write an email, or we have a we have a special email for that parade at israelrescue.org, and you could join us, and then we'll stop by uh, by 64th and Mad- and Fifth Avenue. Yep. To stop by Nahum Siegel, and uh, and I hope we have hundreds of people parading with United Atzala on Fifth Avenue. That's right, Hashem. We'll see you Thursday night, Eli Kolakavod, and Kolakavod to everybody who made this a sold out event for Thursday. Well, they're coming to uh, to see you there. I know you forgot to say, besides well, Zudu Aron and Rona Shimon, <laughs> who is coming from Fauda and going to help rescue everyone there. With, well, with I, the I, I, am, army gear. I am proud that I'm going to be there. I don't think people are showing up for me, but I'm proud that I'm going to be there. And, uh, and yes, it, it, what I'm most proud of is that a lot of people in New York have made sure that Thursday night's event is sold out, which is really cool. Yes, and people are not only from New York. I can tell you we have people from Chicago, from Dallas, from uh, L.A. and Toronto and many other places who are coming, and we have very special people that are going to be there. So, so. This, is, so this is really a national gala. It's not really, even really a New York gala, even though it has that name. It's really a national gala. The whole country's helping out. 
Let me tell you something. This young guy, uh, Ami Pomerantz, he lives in New York. His yeah. family's from New York, the Pomerantz family, uh, is our chair gala for many galas that he, he did around the world. He actually came up with a concept, and he started a gala in Los, he started actually in New York last year for young for young people up to I'm I'm sorry to say I'm not young anymore, but it was up to 35 years old. Yeah, like a young le- like a young leadership event, right? It was 800 people there. It was right. unbelievable, um, and we raised about a million dollars, and it was very successful. And he said, "Let's continue." And he did this in London, and then he went and he did this just a few months ago in uh, in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, is quite scary because we don't have the amount of support we have from New York. We don't know so many people. And we had 1,100 people show up, and we got a, a, a special award given to Jay Leno. Jay Leno is a very close friend of United Atella. He's a personal friend of mine, and he loves United Atella. I actually spoke to him last night, giving him an update of what's going on in New York. And Jay Leno got an award. In the end of that evening, we were able to raise about 72 ambucycles. Wow. And uh, about 100 defibrillators. And... People sponsored Days of Life Saving. It was about $5 million that we raised that evening. And uh, it was a big success. So Baruch Hashem, we were able to save many lives from that event. And Ali Palmer has just decided to do the same event in New York City. We hope to have about 1,500 people there. Kolakavod, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, listen, you got to get back to Israel in time to vote if there are going to be new elections. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. Who would have thought in I know. that you would have elections in one year, t- t- twice in the same year? It is absolutely uh, crazy. It's absolutely the biggest crazy. news in Israel, and uh, unfortunately, <laughs> we have great Jews in Israel, but we have about six, millions of, six million opinions. That's for sure. And it's very, very difficult for the people in Israel, this whole situation. And I hope we have more shalom between us. That's the most important thing, and that's why I said achdus, you know? Well, I took it as a mission of mine, not only to save lives, but to achdus. We have in the United States of Israel very differently than here. We have every type of Jew there. You know, in Eretz Yisrael, we have secular Jews, and, and, and we even have a women division in Atzala in Israel right. that are working so beautifully there. And it's so important, because Eretz Yisrael has so much machlokas. We have to bring everyone together, and United Atzal took it as a mission. Let's connect all the dots together and save anyone who needs it. And uh, and unfortunately, in politics, it doesn't work like that. I I wish Bibi would be part of United Atzal. He would be able <laughs> to make a coalition. Well, he's recognized your organization quite often, so we got to give him a break. <laughs> he did, he did, but I think he should join Atzal, <laughs> and then he'll have we'll give him a little uh, Prime Minister ambicycle. He'll get 120 people in the same coalition. That'll be a, that'll be a much better coalition, that's for sure. Uh, all right, everybody. New York Gala Thursday, uhnygala.com. You could email Ellie, especially if you want to be a sponsor of the event, Ellie at israelrescue.org. Ellie Beer, we'll see you Thursday. Call like a vote to you. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Booker Phillips, thank you. JM in the AM at a minute before 8 o'clock. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world. The web at on the Nachumsigl Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app.
It's the brother in you I've been looking for Cause I know we share family ties And all the world keeps telling us How you and I are really so alike It's not about the language or geography No connection to color, shape or size It's rooted deep in our history It's a spark that we carry inside If we join as one today
ever known pain? It cuts like a knife through your heart. Have you ever known shame? It makes you hide out in the dark. And I wanna know why life can be rough. We all are enough. Show me it's possible to never give up. Never ever give up. No, never ever give up. Let's stand together, you and I. As one or better, just give it a try. Fire and ice, both in our souls. We're all unique. Always hold just a piece of the puzzle in his great scheme.
הללו, הללו, אס השם כל הגויים, שבחו-הו-הו-הו-הו, כל האומים. הללו, 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 אס השם כל הגויים, שבחו-הו-הו-הו-הו, כל האומים. J.M. in the A.M. brand new. It's called Hallelujah. Uri Davidi here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, before that, Eighth Day with We All Belong. It's a brand new single uh, released last week. And uh, Yaakov Shweki before that with um, One Heart here at J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday morning broadcast on day 38 in the counting of the Omer. Day number 38. Five weeks and three days. Our hearts are with our uh, our friends, our brothers and sisters in uh, Moshav Mavomodiyin. If you go to Nahum Siegel on Facebook, you'll see the uh, the post how you can help. A lot of different funds have been established. Help the families of Moshav Mavomodiyin recover from the tragic fires of last week. And we thank you for that. Very, very important. Don't forget this coming Sunday we will be... Um, Broadcasting our Yom Yerushalayim special that happens this coming Sunday, starting at 7 a.m. right here in studio at JM in the AM. 
After that, the Celebrate Israel Parade happens at 11 a.m. Go to Nahum Siegel uh, Network on Facebook to watch the uh, proceedings up Fifth Avenue. And I certainly hope you'll join us on Fifth Avenue as well as we continue to pray for good weather. (laughs) A lot of great sponsors. This year's parade is being presented by our friends of the Brooklyn Cyclones. Again, this year's parade coverage is being sponsored by our friends of the Brooklyn Cyclones. We are excited about that. I'm told that King Henry who many of you who are Cyclones fans know, uh, will be joining us later this week for a few words about the parade here at JM and the AM, so that should be fun. More coming up. It's JM and the AM with the Rabbi's Sons.
JM in the AM with Yakov Shweki and Cole Mavasser. Tuesday morning broadcast. Well, obviously, um, obviously, God wanted to do me a favor today, so he <laughs> he scheduled he he made it happen <laughs> that our guest this morning is scheduled live in person in studio here at JM in the AM. And I say it like that is the reason I say it like that is because when I have an opportunity to speak about Yeshiva University sports, as many of you know, uh, I am uh, at my happiest behind this microphone. And today, this morning, with great pleasure, uh, it is um, a real honor to welcome the athletic director of the Yeshiva University school, but I would say more accurately, the Yeshiva University Maccabees. I believe every team that they field is known as the Maccabees. Joe Bednarsh is in studio here at JM in the AM. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Nachum. Fun to be here with you. Could you imagine that I consider the most fun morning of my radio pursuit being the morning that you show up here in studio at JM in the AM? How cool is that? Well, I mean, having seen you at the basketball games and traveling with you last year to the NCAA tournament, uh, I, I think it's fair to say that the look painted on your face is that of pure and utter joy and pride. Oh, yeah. So I would say, and of course, I'm here and, you know, you get to bask in my magnificence. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of what you said is accurate. <laughs> I absolutely love what goes on up there at Yeshiva. I have said a million times, and this audience knows it, and I've said it to you, they don't just represent Yeshiva University. When they're on the court or the field or the tennis court or in the fencing matches or baseball, cross country, whatever, all the different things that you're involved with, and there's probably, I would guess, somewhere between 10 and 20 sports total that you're involved with at this point. Uh, they are not just representing Yeshiva University. These student athletes are representing the Jewish people, and I, I don't even, I'm not exaggerating when I say, I don't mean the American Jewish community, I don't mean New Yorkers, they are literally literally representing the Jewish people, in many cases, to people, players, coaches, fans, who have never seen or met a Jew in their lives. Yeah, um, we actually, one of my favorite stories to tell is there was a student athlete on the Mount St. Vincent baseball team that ended up coming to work with us as an assistant director solely because he saw these guys on the baseball field and he saw these guys all get together and they're all swaying back and forth, mumbling to themselves between <laughs> game one and game two of the doubleheader. What the heck are these guys doing? But he came to respect that these guys really did like the Torah Umada thing, right? I mean, these guys were able to mesh davening between uh, games of the doubleheader, and they were serious and they were competitive. It was, it's amazing. In fact, this year we have a, a Chabad kid on the baseball team. He scours the opposing school's uh, for, roster for Jewish, for Jewish last names. <laughs> Following games, he'll go over to the kid and say, hey, uh, uh, would, would you like to put on filling? That's great. And most of the kids, I mean, like you see it in the airport when you're in right. Ben-Gurion and, and other places, most of the kids are into it and they do it. Their teammates laugh originally, right. at first rather, but then they come to respect it. This is something that we're teaching. The way we behave is is something that we're teaching. And quite frankly... 
The way we compete yep. is something that we're teaching. And there's so many. I mean, see, see, now I could sit with you for the next five hours because <laughs> there's so many stories along the lines of what you're describing that are so important, in my opinion. I mean, the fact that the basketball team is, is gathering for a short sheer before every game and what they emphasize, coaches, players, sometimes players on their own, by the way, players just as a players group, what they emphasize and how seriously they take their Shabbatot together and how seriously they take their whole experience together and knowing that they're role models and discovering. And I saw this most recently with this current men's basketball team, discovering, having that aha moment that when they're freshmen and we tell them you're representing the Jewish people, they roll their eyes because they don't see themselves as these big role models. But by the time they're sophomores and juniors, you see through their behavior, oh my gosh, we really we really are representing the Jewish people and I've got to step up my game in that area. And that to me is just remarkable. I wish more people would appreciate it. I think we're helping uh, spread that word. Joe Bednarge is here. He's AD, athletic director up at the Yeshiva University. And one of the reasons he's here today is because next week we have the opportunity to participate in something grand, something absolutely wonderful. And that is the induction of the class of 2019 Yeshiva University Athletics Hall of Famers. That's right. It's the second Yeshiva University Athletics Hall of Fame class, the first one back in 2017. And on Monday, this coming Monday at 6 p.m., and someone, one of my staff members told me yesterday that you actually moved this event to the Max Stern Athletic Center because of the number of people that want to be there. Yeah. In 2017, we had it in Weisberg Commons, which right. is one of the really nice rooms. Sure. In the, Love in, that in, place. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, we had about 120 people. Uh, we were expecting about the same. When we hit 160, we figured it was time to move, to move, and I think we're up to 180 now, and I expect over 200. It's 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 really remarkable um, how it's just hit home. There really is no way to celebrate all of the players and coaches and, and people that they, they set the tone they mm-hmm. gave a current student athletes the ability to play and, no and one of the things one of the things i said last year is these are the shoulders yep. upon whom we stand and if we don't recognize them and we don't remember and as jews we know if you don't remember mm-hmm. the past 100%. ellipses <laughs> and um now i know why you walked in here in such a good mood because having the need to change the location because a number of people are going who are coming and seeing that registration just continue to go up obviously makes you extremely happy. And what will everyone be doing that night? They'll be paying tribute to the following people. The uh, men's basketball players, Irv Bader and Dave Kufeld. Uh, women's basketball star, Rebecca Yosher. Uh, men's fencing championship team of 1999, Steve Melner, Alex Trayman, and Hadar Weiss. Uh, women's fencer, Elizabeth Penn, who graduated in 2012. Men's tennis players, Shai Samet, and Josh Haston, I forgot how great a tennis player Josh was. Yeah. So he'll be in for the big ceremony? That's great. He'll be there. And what's funny is in the first induction, I really didn't know a lot of these guys. And 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 many of them, unfortunately, we had to award it posthumously. Right. Um, but here's Irv Bader, who who's that's involved in sports and, right. and, and Judaism doesn't know Irv. Till this day. Yeah. Um, and Dave Kufeld, of course, one right. of the most famous people to come out of the men's basketball program. But, I mean, I watched Melner, Trayman, and Weiss, and I, I watched Haston and Samet and Penn, and Rebecca Yosher was just uh, one of our first, you know, NCAA-level superstars. Do they say 
arguably the greatest female basketball athlete in university history, or is it already no argument? And she is certainly the greatest women's basketball player in Yeshiva University history. So she's up there, and I don't know if, if Dave Kufeld is listening or if Dave Kufeld will be upset at me for, no, <laughs> for pointing this out. I'm saying no, I, I understand. I'm I'm sorry, I, I'm I'm going around, around about, yeah, I'm going Go around ahead. about here. Uh, you know, something oh, I got she might yelled be at. The greatest basketball player in general, you're saying. I'm, I'm not going that right. direction. Okay, I'm not go going ahead. that direction either. Uh, we just had a young lady who played four years on the basketball team who graduated, uh, Michal Algi. Uh, she ends her career as the all-time leading scorer for women's basketball. Wow. However, she ends her career as the all-time leading rebounder across men or women, wow. which I am so proud of. Um, and so she's got to be up there in the discussion as well. Right, good point. But Rebecca, I mean, watching her at, you know, 5'11", let's say, out-rebounding everybody, leading the NCAA in rebounding for, for the year. All right. So it, arguably is fair. Yes, arguably, arguably the greatest is fair. female basketball player in university history. Yes, but I had to get that. Yeah. I had to get that I'm in glad, about Michal. Believe me, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> Joe Bednarge is here. We're talking about what's happening on Monday night. It starts at 6 p.m. up at the Max Stern Athletic Center, the actual gymnasium, the actual arena at 2501 Amsterdam Avenue. This is open to the public, right? People can purchase tickets and be there on Monday night. Yeah, I, in fact, I would encourage people to purchase tickets. I know that we have, uh, I'm not sure if I can give out the name, but I know we have at least one very famous uh, person who is going to be inducting somebody. Uh, and I know we have a second famous person who's inducting somebody. One of those famous people is sitting opposite me at the moment. <laughs> um, now, can I tell you something? May I interrupt? Please. Usually when I interrupt, by the way, it means I'm into the conversations to be happy. <laughs> When Dave Kufeld called me or emailed me, whatever it was, and just gave an indication that he wanted me to induct him on Monday night, you, you cannot imagine. I'm telling you, I almost came to tears. You cannot imagine what kind of honor I consider this. Now, I've had the opportunity to preside over a lot of really nice events, many religious events, cultures, cultural events, et cetera, et cetera. It's been a nice career, thank God. This, to me, is one of my absolute highlights. I mean, I remember, and I don't want to give away too much of what I may say Monday night, but I remember as a kid, you know, I was one of those kids for to, for whom everyone bought these Jewish sports, you know, sticker books, you know, mm -hmm. the greatest box, you know, Benny Leonard and, you know, and, and the greatest Hank Greenberg, you know, and, you, and you'd keep track of the greatest Jewish ballplayers in history. Not a very, not a very large publication. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I even have in my home, remember they came out with those trading cards? Oh, yeah, of, of course. Of best baseball players who were Jews. I have that. I, I, I'm telling you, I was so into this as a kid. And then Dave Kufeld comes along, and I hear about this as I'm, you know, just turning, I don't know, 13, 14 years old. And I hear about this guy at Yeshiva University who's making headlines because of the rebounding and because of the team's accomplishments, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then, of course, the pièce de résistance when he's drafted by the NBA. And that was um, – so I am you know, I'm going through all this. And then 40 years later, he calls me and says, I would like you – to I mean, I, I can't, I really can't put this into words. I really can't. I, I know you get from what I'm saying just how honored I am, but it's so much more than that. It's so unbelievable to me that I have this honor of doing it. And one last thing, in addition to him being a great ball player, we opened this conversation the way we did in terms of behavior on the court. I mean, who on earth, more than David Kufeld? do we want our kids to admire than somebody who played and represented the Jewish people the way he did and then went on in his married life and professional life to 
help build Jewish communities, to have this connection with Israel, to to be one of the you know nicest people out there in the corporate world, etc. So all of it comes together, and that's the reason that I'm so honored to do this on Monday night. And one of the things that I love about it is I get to learn more about these people. Right. Uh, I mean, I know, I know Dave. I've seen him around. We've talked. We 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 we've communicated. He comes to the games. Comes to the games. He's great. When when we go to Merchant Marine Academy, I mean, you know, you're going to get a call and an email from Dave. Hey, <laughs> send me some posters. Send me some information. I'm going to get some people there. But I get to learn more about them, not only in their athletics, but I can read that in a book. But I get to know more about them as a person and as a role model and as a leader in either sports and or Jewish community. Right. And and the level of respect just goes so far up. Yep. He's amazing. And I cannot wait to do this on uh, on uh, Monday night. All right. Everybody out there, uh, the Hall of Fame ceremony up at Yeshiva University, Monday at 6 p.m. You know the list. The list is pretty amazing. Great people, including Irv Bader. Steve Melner, Alex Trayman, Hadar Weiss, Josh Haston, Dave Kufeld, Elizabeth Penn, Shai Samet, Rebecca Yosher, all of them are going to be uh, inducted into the uh, Yeshua University Athletics Hall of Fame on Monday night. Uh, go to the website, uh, yumax.com. Oh, actually, there's a better website. Go to yuhalloffame.com. Go to yuhalloffame.com. That'll give you the opportunity not only to, uh, to, to respond to the event, but the place and add in the dinner journal and get your reservations in. And you have a lot of d- different levels uh, that people can enjoy in terms of sponsoring the event and being part of this. And people should not think or feel that they need to be related to one of these athletes to be there. If they just admired them like we did, they can be there and enjoy the night. It's going to be a fun evening. It's going to be amazing. Uh, and, and you're right. You don't have to know them uh, specifically or personally. These athletes really did make an impact on people. I know that we had a fencer, for example, who started fencing in elementary school (laughs) because he knew that some of these guys are winning championships. Now, fencing is not a sport that exists in a lot of the yeshiva high schools. And so to do that and not to do it on Chavez for, you know, an observant kid is tough. You know, it's not like the Teaneck uh, Little League where there's enough people sure. to, to have it on Sunday. It is hard. Um, and and these guys are really inspiration. So just like Dave was an inspiration to you, right. these fencers are an inspiration. And, and and people might think you're exaggerating, but if you think about it, how many golfers today attribute their pursuit of golf as youngsters to Tiger Woods because of all the massive publicity that his great run had in the early 2000s, and it's really, like you just said, the same thing here. It, it, it will not be a shock to Joe Bednarsh if young kids in elementary school want to go into tennis right now because your two tennis teams have been exemplary. You know, we talk about basketball for obvious reasons. It's always such a popular sport and followed by, you know, millions around the country and obviously by a significant number in our community. And the men's basketball team has given us great pride. But just just think for a moment about what the tennis teams have accomplished over the last few years. You never dreamed they'd be winning consecutive championships. I never dreamed they would be winning consecutive championships when I took over in 2005. Right. I, I like to say that, you know, this is my program. My program just had its bar mitzvah. <laughs> um, and, and so I, I look at it as had we started from scratch in, in 2005, and we almost did, Um you would not expect to have six years in a row for men's fencing of them going tennis. to the NC- uh, men's tennis. I'm sorry. See, you want to be the AD? 
<laughs> I mean, I know the answer is yes. <laughs> I don't exactly. even have to ask. Exactly. Uh, uh, six years in a row of going to the NCAA tournament and advancing in the NCAA tournament. I mean, they're not just showing up. They're competing. They're advancing. They're playing against uh, eventual national champions. It, it's really amazing. And like you said, they conduct themselves with class, with ferocity, right. which which we encourage. Athleticism. Yeah, absolutely. Competition. But, you know, we had a, a team that we played against uh, uh, who's up in Maine, and a lot of the people are, are from high up in Maine, near the Canadian border. Uh, and they don't know Jews, as you said. Right. And here are some guys that we have playing in, in yarmulkes. And, you know, some of our guys don't follow that rule of when in doubt, call it out. Um, they just want to make sure that they're being fair. And so, you know, if, if it goes against them, they'll make the call that it was in. Right. Um, which is amazing. I'm not sure I could have done that. That was not my personality when I stepped over the lines. You know, outside of the lines, yes, I can do that. It's very easy. But inside the lines, I'm not sure I could do that. And, you know, women's tennis last year became the first women's sport to ever make it to the NCAA tournament. I mean, what more could you ask from a program that in 2005 essentially had two and a half women's teams? That's a good trivia question. They are the only women's yeshiva team, Stern College, of course, to make it to the NCAAs in a sport. That's a women's tennis team. Yeah. I mean, right. we, we have women's fencers going to the NCAA right. regionals, but as a team, they're right. the first ones. Um, one of the reasons that uh, some of your teams have had such success is for the reason you mentioned, because um, there's now a desire among younger people to pursue Yeshiva University because they see that it's a campus of champions. Um, I would assume when you start, for instance, when you started, you remember the days when the men's basketball program, for instance, had difficulty sometimes convincing someone, don't go to this Division three school you know, in a different city or Division one school and sit on the bench, but come to us, you'll play and you'll represent the people. And, and there was some success in that area and other times real disappointment. Now it seems, especially because of the championship season from last year at a Skyline Conference, that that tide has turned. And now, I'm not saying it's guaranteed that every athlete you're pursuing that you think belongs in Yeshiva is going to come, but there's much more of a chance. I would guess you get that feeling as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not it's not just a feeling or a guess. I mean, we, we have the numbers. Um, and, and I made, you know, I may have opened my mouth a, a little bit too wide, and those people that know me, you know, would not be shocked. But my guess was, based on last year's men's basketball uh you know, run that that our our um, uh, application numbers would go up by ten percent. That was my guess. That means application to what Yeshiva College or to for Yeshiva the... University. Are you? That serious? was my guess. Uh, my guess was because... that's how powerful that basketball program can be nationwide for Yeshiva. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I mentioned we. I may have been on the show uh, and talked about. I mean, we got phone calls from Thailand. Right. We got phone calls from South America, from Australia. From, A lot of Jewish pride out I there. I mean, it, it was unbelievable. People who said, hey, I know nothing about Yeshiva University. I never heard of Yeshiva University. And here I am in Thailand. I know I'm a Jew. I have no connection, but I know I'm a Jew. Uh, and I just want to wish you good luck. It's it's amazing. Pretty cool. It, it's it's it, it really does. I tell people I have the greatest job in the world. I wake up every morning. I'm in the office by seven thirty. I know that means nothing to you. <laughs> seven thirty. You call me a slacker. It's still an accomplishment. <laughs> I, I just I can't wait to get there, and I can't wait to get my work done from seven thirty to nine, 
And then nine o'clock already, I have a steady stream of student athletes coming in and I get to help them. I get to say yes. I get to be part of something bigger than myself. And I get to be part of something that is, you know, starting lineup in men's basketball, all wearing kipot, uh, playing the Hatikva at all of our games. It, I get to be part of something so special. And I know that you get it because oh, you 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 I love, love it. it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. It's just, it, it's amazing. It's just amazing. Schedule's not out yet for next season of men's basketball, is it? Uh, it might be up on the oh, it website. Oh, might be up already? Yeah. I, we schedule I, over a year in advance. I like analyzing the schedule and then informing the audience, which would be really good family-friendly games Sunday afternoon, Saturday night, et cetera, et cetera. So we do that uh, for some of the home games. Not that we discourage people from going to the road games. Those are also great, depending on what neighborhood you're in. Um, so that's that's one thing. And, and secondly, it does seem that, uh, please God, uh, that team again, you know, very high-profile team, is going to be pretty strong with a lot of great athletes. Uh, many of them returning, and hopefully some new ones as well. And uh, we have a lot to be very hopeful for when it comes to all the programs, but especially, as you know, the men's basketball. I always feel I have to be apologetic for being so into the men's basketball team, but, I mean, after all, you know, they are very high profile. But, but that's why we're like Jack Spratt and his wife. You know, I have to make sure that I touch on the rest of the programs, especially for the women. Uh- <laughs> you had, You just had a retirement in the in the athletic department am i right yeah this is uh, it, when i mention the name anyone that went to yeshiva university will remember the name uh after 32 and a half years but we're rounding up to 33 stan watson is going to be stepping down he's going to retire he's going to move to south carolina and sit on his front porch in a rocking chair drinking sweet tea um and he's yeah he's going to be retiring i wish we is it going to come out badly? I wish we didn't have the Hall of Fame so that I could make a party for him now. <laughs> um, it's just for those of you that have ever planned an event on that scale, you know it, it's just not doable. But in September, we're going to have a, a, a major party for Stan. And, and I mean, there will be several hundred people there, people that haven't thought about athletics in a little while, haven't thought about Yeshiva University in a little while. He is such a fixture up there. Ah, an absolute fixture. And I- it's obvious that he loves the students, and it's obvious the students love him. Uh, th- is there a replacement yet? There isn't. So there's never going to be a replacement. Those shoes should be bronze because nobody can fill them. Wow. Um, but, you know, he... I always joke he's the firmest guy at Yeshiva. Um, <laughs> he has really helped raise generations of Jewish kids. He, he's, he's uh, I mean, I wrote in a tribute in our uh, awards banquet booklet. I wrote a tribute to Stan. And one of the things that I said is, is one of my favorite moments was when Stan was pulled or pushed into the center circle and everyone that attended YU cheered. And then I have a picture up in my house of Stan and myself alone in that center circle, just dancing at my wedding. And, you know, hopefully my wife will not be angry at me if I say that's one of my favorite moments of the whole thing. And everyone is so excited for him. He's, he's just beloved. He's given advice. He's given help. He, he, he's selfless. Does he have a sports background? Did he play as a kid or as, as a teenager? Was he in the college ball? Uh, so, you know, I like to joke about Stan that the older he gets, the better he was. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, and he would appreciate that he line. He would appreciate that line. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, he played basketball. He ran track. He, 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 he's, he's a, he's a, a heck of an athlete. And Stan and I used to play basketball together before I was a full-time uh, employee at YU. And if you didn't know us, 
when we crossed over onto that court, you would think these are two people that absolutely hate each other. <laughs> these are two people that could never get along. I mean, we trash talked and pushed and 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 you know, we never came to blows, but it was unbelievable. And we'd cross over that line and get a drink of water and we're hugging and we lo- I mean, we love each other legitimately. Well, we pay tribute to him, Stan Watson everybody, proving you don't have to be from our community to be a role model for great Jewish kids and he certainly is anyone who's observed him over the last 30 plus years saw uh, that he was a real role model for the athletes of Yeshiva University. Joe Bednarz is here. Final reminder, everybody, the Yeshiva University Athletics Department is inducting the 2019 Athletics Hall of Fame class this coming Monday, June 3rd. Come celebrate with congratulations to Irv Bader, Steve Melner, Alex Trayman, Hadar Weiss, Josh Haston, Dave Kufeld, Elizabeth Penn, Shai Samet, and Rebecca Yosher to RSVP or to place an ad in the Dinner Journal Go to whyyouhalloffame.com, whyyouhalloffame.com, and the great news is that this event has gotten so large it has been moved from its original location to the actual Max Stern Athletic Center up at Yeshiva University. Very appropriate that's where uh, this is going to be taking place. Although Dave Kufeld may tell you that you should go to George Washington uh, High School, you know, give it, give the award at the gym, you know. <laughs> well, that we're only because of Dave we're raising the baskets, you know. We're afraid he's going to put on a show because I bet he still can. By the way, do you know? a little bit more of YU trivia, that the person that I officially took over from for JM and the AM was Dave Kufeld. Dave Kufeld did this show, seriously, and that was the joke. You had to be a certain height to do the show. <laughs> uh, Dave Kufeld did this show in 1982, and when I took over in the middle of 1983, he was the one who trained me how to do this show, which a lot of people don't know. Obviously, I'll mention it Monday, but a lot of people don't realize that we have a connection far beyond the whole basketball thing, which is really cool. That's at WYUR? At WFMU. Wow. At, WFMU. at WFMU. Wow. First, My first uh, soiree into non-WYUR radio. So imagine that. So there's a, another amazing connection that we have. And I'm looking forward to doing this on Monday night. And you said there's someone else yeah, that yeah. is well-known. A very famous name. Who you're not going to mention now, you're saying. Uh, I'm not sure that I can. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, and can I ask who they'll induct? or? Uh, yeah. They'll be inducting Irv Bader. Oh, cool. But it it is a name. I already have an idea who it might be. Um, do you know where on the program Dave Kufeld's being inducted? Like, I'd like to know if I'm first or, or eighth or ninth. Do you have any idea yet how you're going to do it in what order? It hasn't been determined yet. Uh, I'm not sure. What? Do you, where, how do you want it? You want to go first? Somewhere you want, in the you middle. You want to break the ice? I want to be somewhere in the I mean, middle. I mean, nobody could follow you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about that. But I want to be somewhere in the middle. I mean, I will be honored. I'll be inducting Rebecca Yosher. Cool. Um, so I feel the same as you. I mean, uh, I, I worked my whole career at YU to improve the number and the quality of the women's sports, and, and inducting Rebecca will be a tremendous honor for me as well. Who coaches women's basketball now? Right now, Mike Alone, Michael Alone, coaches women's basketball. For a while or just the first year? No, no, for several years now. Oh, nice. Yeah, and he's, he's just a fantastic recruiter. Um, and so we're bringing in... Just really good quality kids. So the same thing going on on the men's side is going on on the women's side, oh, showing absolutely. them that this is where you belong, and you don't belong sitting on a Division One bench somewhere. You belong at Yeshiva. That's right. You should be here representing your people, playing with your people, and and learning more. For those of for those right. that don't know, learn more about it. Right. Right. Nobody's telling you you're going to have to be you know a rabbi or rabbitson right. or. Just come learn, you know, uh, and if you if you leave Yeshiva University with a little bit more respect and a little bit more knowledge, I, I think we did a really good job. Agreed.
All right, Joe, I could do this all morning. As I, told him. Well, I, practically, I practically have. Joe Bednar, she's the athletic director of the YU uh, Yeshiva University Maccabees. YUHallofFame.com for this coming Monday night. YUHallofFame.com. Thank you so much for being here today. It's my pleasure. Now. We'll see you on Monday, and I'm very much looking forward to it. More coming up. It is, in fact, a Tuesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. <laughs>
J.M. in the A.M. Benny Friedman and Kulam Sharim. Yehuda Green before that. Off the Barcheni album. Day 38 in the counting of the Omer. If you got the count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Sunday's a big day. Sunday's a really big day. Yom Yerushalayim special will be on between uh, 7 and 9 a.m. Sunday morning. And then at 11 a.m., Brooklyn Cyclones present our coverage of the Celebrate Israel Parade. It's going to be up Fifth Avenue. We'll be there at 64th and 5th. Make sure to say hi. Looking forward to an amazing parade broadcast. Again, it'll be Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Facebook.com. Slash Nahum Siegel Network. Make sure to be tuned in if you're not there on the parade route. Yeah, around the world. Everybody, especially those around the world, tune in. Tune in and watch the proceedings. You'll be glad you did. I want to thank those who have been supporting us by going to fjbunity.org. fjbunity.org. If you have an envelope that you've received from us with a uh, lovely car magnet and uh, luggage tag, NSN variety, then please send back your envelopes with your generous contributions, and we thank you for that. If not, or if you wish right now to uh, go to the web and uh, support us, go to fjbunity.org. Again, that's fjbunity.org. Support our efforts to keep us going for yet another year and make this spring fundraiser a massive success. By the way, I want to thank Sarah Kasdan for her donation this morning at fjbunity.org. And uh, listen to this. This year, she says, her donation is in honor 
of NSN ending off each JM and the AM broadcast with Hatikva, which has trained my two-year-old to hum along and know the tune. Keep it up. Thank you, Sarah. And best regards to your two-year-old as well. I am very happy to hear that. Um... That gives us a wonderful feeling. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world. The web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Speaking of Hatikva, thanks so much for tuning in. Big thank you to Joe Bednarsh. Big thank you to Ellie Beer. Thank you to Elliot Weiselberg. Thanks, all of you, for tuning in. Go to fjbunity.org and support us. Toss in your 5779 donation. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Malcolm Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.